the big red machine. Let's play ball. Welcome in, everybody, to Leading Off, right here on Fantasy Pros. It is me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, it's Dan Harris, and it's you, and we're talking all things baseball on a glorious Tuesday morning. That's where we are right now, and we're enjoying life. We've got uh, a few things to recap last night, and uh, we'll get to three up, three down. We'll get to some of your questions. We'll talk about some guys who are underperforming who are starting to heat up, and Dan Harris, I just wanted to let you know, you know, this dinger slump that we've been in for basically all season, I'm buying low on us because I had a very interesting conversation with our boys, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman, uh, over the weekend, which is those guys are, you know, just as good usually as I am calling home runs. And they're like, you know, I said, how's the show going? How are you guys doing? They're like, great. You know, the show's going great, but man, we're in a home run drought. And I said, us too. So now I feel a little bit better about that. So I guess misery does love company after all. Well, to be fair, this is a crazy year with pitchers. Like, it's all pitching. It's no hitting. It's a bizarre year. So I, I don't blame us uh, at all. But I think we're ready to get back to it. But I'm in a good mood today, Joe. And it's because I realize, obviously, everybody has a smart TV. I do as well. But that I could finally, like, I was like, wait, I can get YouTube, obviously, on my TV. And I put it on for my kids yesterday. And so now they think I am a television star. Because they were watching me on the TV. I put on our podcast from yesterday and they were like, oh, my God. They also said that I look too mean. So I'm going to try to smile mm. a lot more on, on this. But your children I, are I, right. Very I mean. do have that. I, I'm a know, very I, mean I think human. that's more of a sexy smoldering thing that you got going on. I don't know if it's <laughs> mean. You tell them, look, this is that, you know, like my resting face is blue steel. Like your resting face is like angry principal kind of thing. And I think you kind of got that angle working out there. It's like, yeah. hey, listen. You're going to be in detention if you don't get straight. Uh, but, you know, uh, I, I will say this. No matter how many times I'm on television, network TV, otherwise, my children are thoroughly unimpressed. So it doesn't matter. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, just, all right. so all the parents out there that are like, oh, that must be cool. No, your kids don't care. Like your kids yeah. don't care at all. You're never interesting to them. All right. Let's By the way, wait, 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 hold on. Hold on. Oh, before oh, we go, oh. just because we're right. talking about kids, we, we do have uh, a good man, Michael, who is uh, watching us now. And he and his son, Mason, are going to Mason's oh. first game at Fenway Park tonight. Oh. So Mason, if you're watching this, have a great time. It's going to be amazing. It's a great stadium. Mason, it's like you're playing. Bring a glove because you're a lot closer to the field of Fenway sure. than you realize. Let me tell you, sure. it is a cathedral. It is probably my favorite ballpark I've ever been to, and I've been to more than half of them. Uh, it is, uh, it is, it's an amazing place, and it's. I think it's the lighting, it's the color, it's everything, it's the ambiance, it's the feel of it, and again, the, the proximity to the field. People don't realize on TV when you're there how close you are to the action. It's like a pinball machine. It's amazing. It, it is not built for Giants, though. I will say this. It is not built for Giants. Other than the remade seats, like in the outfield, like that's fine. But the old school seats, I, it's just I, I can't I can't really fit in there. So I, I have to be careful when I go. It's not my fault. It, nobody talks about how difficult the world is on giant humans. And I really wish that that was more of a focal point of everyone in the world. And I, and I want everybody to know for every donation you make, it goes to help a giant human here. <laughs> Like Dan Harris, feel more comfortable in the world. Maybe we'll get Thank some you. sad Sarah McLaughlin music playing. We'll see how we Thanks. can go here. Let's do some three up, three down, three up. The red stack paid off. Oh, my goodness. You know, 
what did we say yesterday? Keep it simple. The Reds, the Pirates, just go in on the Reds. Go in Tyler Molly, go in on the Reds. If you did that, you did well, unless you're a moron like me and you had the Reds and then you sprinkled in the Red Sox. Yeah. Too much red. I was seeing red. And my most angry moment is I switched out Devers. Actually, I switched out Jared Walsh for Devers oh. in a few lineups. So very mad about that. Once again, yeah. I made a post-it note to myself. Hey, moron, stop changing things in the last minute. Yeah. Trust the process, but whatever. Jared Kelenic uh, coming up this Thursday. Good news. So that's yep. very exciting for Mariners fans and for baseball fans and for anybody holding prospects because now you're going to start to see it's May. We're in mid-May now, almost officially, kind of, sort of. That's a good trend. And, of course, Jared Walsh stays hot. Albert who? I don't know. But Jared Walsh has been a revolution. Look, he was great last year. He has continued. I didn't think he could keep up this pace, but... Dan, you know, the Angels really have something here. If Rendon, Otani, Trout, and Walsh are all hitting, and they can just get one more pitcher added to this rotation at some point, the Angels could really be in this thing. Yeah, I faded the Angels for sure coming into the year. Again, because it's usually the same thing, which is their pitchers just don't have it. But given how good Otani is, given how good Walsh is, I'm kind of interested to see what they do with this extra spot whether it's Taylor Ward, whether Joe Adele eventually makes his way up, their hitting is going to be absolutely solid. It really is, as you said, Joe, about whether or not they can get by with the pitching. I don't know if they can. It's still something where I'm, I'm waiting to see, but they're definitely, it's fun to watch their games at the very least, and they could make some noise given that nobody's really running away with that division, at least as of yet. No, they're not. And I, I think it's, it's also, maybe it's a matter of Otani eventually if he can get, to that ace status, and then you get Heaney yeah. and Bundy and, and you know, the usual suspects there in Quintana, but they need one more pitcher, I think. I don't know who that pitcher sure. might be. I mean, maybe get Kyle Hendricks just out of Chicago, something like that. I don't know. I think there's definitely some John options Means, out there. John Means, maybe? Who knows? Well, John, we want to give John Means to everybody. We want to sure. sell you John Means like that That guy wants rotate. to sell you all that, uh, that Flex Seal stuff. Like, that's... Which, by the way, that looks like a great gig. That's going to be my I'll, next gig in life if I want to start selling Flex Seal things. Like, look at this. I can make a boat out of plastic. I mean, I love that guy. The, the guts on that Can't guy argue with it. To get on a boat made of plastic and Flex Seal. I love that. Not a sponsor of the show, by the way. Three down. The Red Sox offense didn't show up. Boo. Boo Red Sox. Uh, DeGrom to the I.L. Not unexpected there. They have a bunch of off days, though, so... In terms Could of be missing, just one start. Could yeah, be one start. It's going to be one start, but he's going to get some extra days. I don't know why he didn't just do this from the get go. I understand these guys sometimes are competitors. Yeah. But right now, if you're the Mets, it's Degrom, okay? And if he's not right, the whole season goes bye bye. It's gone. Oh, I, I saw some pushback of the fact that, like, well, the Mets said that the MRI is clean, and yet he's going on the IL. Those things are incompatible. I disagree. Like, no, of I, first not. of all, if you took an MRI of any pitchers, anything, you're going to see something. There is something because they are professional athletes, and pitching hurts. Like, there's something going on. So I think that there is a, a, an absolute justification here because you couldn't have him. You couldn't have an MRI say it's clean. Have him pitch on Sunday. Have him pulled from that start, take an MRI and say, again, it's clean, and then throw him back out there. That's just a recipe for disaster. At the very least, give him a couple of weeks to just relax. I'm not worried if I have DeGrom. He basically does this every year. There's a little something. He misses a little bit of time, a start or two, and then comes back. So I really have very little hesitation if I'm if I'm looking to deal for DeGrom or anything like that. And now everybody learns something. If you take an MRI of anything, you're going to find something. 
of any like pitcher, it. you will see something bad. Yeah, if you any take an MRI of anything, you will you're see something find, bad. It's like a Yogi Berra-ism. I like it's that. Fi- I, I'll Yogi Berra it all day. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kyle Gibson, last down, by the way. Quality start, but lost to Alex Wood, who has been great. We talked about this game. It was two-outcome game. Both guys pitched well. If you went in yeah, on both well. those guys, you actually yep. probably did okay on DK as well. So it was a good night in terms of DFS for everybody but me. But nobody cares. Uh, let's talk about some Monday standouts here. Tyler Naquin, two for five with a dinger. Uh, the Reds in general, and I want to point out too, Eugenio Suarez's home run, opposite field. Good sign. When a guy's driving the ball to the opposite field, that means he feels comfortable. That means he's seeing the ball. The ball's getting uh, in a little bit on him, and he's able to drive the ball. That is a very good sign. You like that, so circle that right now for those of you looking to buy Suarez on the cheap. Kyle Gibson and Alex Wood, we talked about that duel. Again, both these guys have been very well. I don't know when the bottom drops out. I don't care. They were free squares. You just keep playing them until it goes bad. Jared Walsh has been a revolution. We talked about him. Seven home runs so far this year, hitting 347. It's going to come down a little bit, but that's okay. But the real story is the Orioles. Ryan Mountcastle, who I did have in lineups last night because oh. he was like 2,100. He was so cheap. It's like, oh, it's a good matchup against a lefty. Yep. Eh, throw him out there. And Trey Mancini, both homered last night. You know, and for all the Mancini disappointments, this guy hasn't played baseball in a year, and he's still got seven bombs so far this year. So I don't know what everyone's complaining about. Yeah. Also, I kudos to Mike Mayer, who pointed out he's got 29 RBI. That's tied with Walsh for second. I, I didn't realize that, frankly. I mean, nobody I, I seems kinda, to care. Everyone's hammering this guy, and I don't know why. Yeah, Mancini, you know, it's you know, his average isn't special or anything like that, but give me a break. As you said, he did miss baseball for a year. I, if I rostered Mancini and if people listen to the show, they probably did because you and I were both in on him. I really don't think you should be in any way disappointed with what you're getting right now. And I, I would continue to buy, cause I think it is just going to get better as he gets more acclimated to the majors again. There's two other first basemen also kind of flying under the radar. Jesus Aguilar, one for four with a two-run homer, his seventh of yeah. the year. And I want to point out Brandon Belt, who I think his eighth last night yeah. in memory serves. Mm-hmm. I mean, I picked off Brandon Belt off the waiver wire a couple weeks ago in my home league just because I was desperate for some corner help. And my goodness, like, I'm just like, I was like, well, once again, I don't deserve this, but I'm going to be very happy to have this productivity. So there's some guys at the corner spots quietly having some good seasons, which is very nice. Uh, let's get to some of the peanuts and the Cracker Jacks. Lots of questions here flying in there. If you got one, throw them in. And if you're wondering, well, how can I ask questions? Well, join us every morning here on Fantasy Next. Pros MLB. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, and then you'll get the little notification. If you click the little tiny bell, then all of a sudden, boom, just like that, you're right in there. You're in the chat. You're asking us questions. Tim wants to know, hey, folks, bomb or I like boom as I like to say, uh, or yeah. Lourdes Gurriel. I'm going with uh, Bohm uh, here for me. Uh, is that Lourdes or Yuli, though? Is it um, Lourdes or Yuli? Because they one. both have first base, maybe eligibility. I don't care. I don't care. Okay. Any Gurriel. Anyone named Gurriel versus Alec Boom. You're taking uh, the Gurriel? No, I'm taking Oh, Alec. you're taking Bohm. Okay, that's fine. Bohm all yeah, the way. Yeah, I, I agree, Sophomore by the way. Or not. I, I agree. Uh, I do like, I, look, I've... We've talked about Bohm as a buy low guy. I have bought low. I bought low in a deal. Again, two guys we talked about. I'd mentioned Tucker. It was a deal for Tucker and Bohm. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Again, I like the stack cast data. I know his launch angle could improve to up the homers, but I like his approach. And again, he he's just he's not walking quite as much as he used to, but I think it's gonna come back. So I'm going with Bohm. Although I think Yuli Guriel, I've been impressed with what I've seen from him so far this year. And I think Lourdes will bounce back too, but I will take Bohm over both. 
Yuri Gurriel is 47 years old. A lot of people don't know that. It's, they have no idea how old he really is. I'm just saying. <laughs> Stop chasing that season from a couple years ago when he had the huge home run totals. Everybody keeps chasing that. I don't know why. Uh, shallow eight-team league. Bryce wants to know, pick two pitchers to hold. Tyro Molly. Oh, my God. Alex Wood and Chris Paddock. Oh, my goodness. This is, I mean, eight-team league. I get it. Well, I'm not dropping Tyro Molly. That's for sure. Yeah. Not, not doing that. I don't really want to drop Wood or Paddock, I guess I'm going to say to you, Bryce, there's got to be a trade to be made. Even in an eight-team league, somebody's got to be desperate for some pitching right now. I I would at least kick the tire somewhere. Don't drop one of these guys because that's just a waste. But if I'm going to rank them right now, I got to keep Wood and Molly, as crazy as that sounds, in a redraft. Yeah, I don't really have a problem with any of it. In an eight-team league, I feel like you can drop anybody because there's going to be somebody out there on the waiver wire. I'd probably drop Wood just because I feel like Alex Wood is pitching extremely well i don't trust them to stay healthy and there's still more upside with paddock so i will keep tyler malley but i will probably drop wood over paddock at this point brad wants to know is you say kikuchi a streaming option against the dodgers tonight i'm gonna go big fat no on that uh walker bueller's on the mound tonight i think they get right and i think that uh the way the mariners offense has been which is why you're seeing i think the kelenic call up uh, just to give them some kind of bounce. That's that's my thing. I, I got to yep. say that's, uh, I don't know. I, I'm going to say pass. Like, I get it if you're desperate. You know, two-start week, possibly two. But I don't know, man. I'm, I'm fading them against the Dodgers tonight, even though the Dodgers have been bad. I agree. I mean, the Dodgers, I know I've heard that actually from a couple of people asking about Kikuchi and not me. I mean, I, it may go well, but I'm still avoiding the Dodgers at this point. Oh, and we have one more here thing to get to. Josh says, thanks, Joey P, for putting me on to the lawnmower. Very good. All right. And speaking of that, what Josh is talking about. Oh, look at that. And Dan Harris, product placement, wearing the Manscaped, Manscaped shirt today. shirt going on right here. How about that? YouTube channel. Very classy. <laughs> Very nice. I like. And you can get the Lawnmower 4.0. It is available right now. Father's Day is around the corner. You want to get a gift for your brother, your dad, somebody. I don't know. Whoever you think needs one, you get it. Or maybe your husband or your boyfriend the Lawnmower 4.0 is here for you. It's got the LED technology, the Quiet Stroke technology. It is the ceramic blade and skin-safe tech that you need to make sure you can get to all the hair without hurting anything down there. That's right. I'm a wordsmith. I just make this stuff up as I go. I don't write this down. That's the beauty of the show. You come for the baseball, you stay for the Manscaped read. And I'm telling you right now, the Lawnmower 4.0 can be yours. Right now, go to manscaped.com. Use the code leading off. And you get 20% off and free shipping because nobody likes to pay for shipping. Nobody. Manscaped.com leading off 20%. Come on, get in there. It's got an LED light. It's got uh, different guard lengths. It's got all these fantastic things. And uh, honestly, it's a really great product. I use it. It's fantastic. Big thumbs up here for me on the Manscaped. I know Dan, too. Sometimes he has the two going at once because he's so tall. And these <laughs> right. are, Dan, the tall people problems. Giant One human. is just... How it works. Not enough for him. All right. <laughs> so let's do some buy, sell, or hold things here. Giancarlo Stanton. It's very good. 292, 356, 558. His uh MVP stock, by the way, has risen as I'm preparing for the betting pro show sure. we're gonna do uh today and record be out there tomorrow, probably. So is this the time to sell high on Stanton and get a bunch back for him? Or you just kind of have to sit because, I mean, everybody knows eventually there's going to be something that crops up that's a problem. So what do you do with Stanton? Well, the fact that he is DHing full time makes me a little more optimistic that he can stay healthy all year long. With that said, I probably would look to sell high. And again, high, not sell, but sell high, because I do think that 
He's obviously not going to perform quite this well all season long. This is not what he really ever does in his career, except for that one giant year. So I'd look to see what I could get if I could sell him for a boatload, like a top 20-ish player than I would. Other than that, I just hold because, again, I am more optimistic right now that he would stay healthy for the full year, given that he's going to DH full time. Would you take Bellinger and Kenta Maeda for him? Yep. Absolutely. I mean, Bellinger now is running. It looks like he's on his way back. I think that's a good buy low on Maeda. I, I'm not like crazy about Maeda. I'm not running out necessarily to try to acquire him, but I would make that deal. Good, though. The strike yeah, his up. strikeout rate, his strikeout rate is good. His home run to fly ball rate is like 26%. It's third worst in the league. That is going to come down. And he's got a 389 Sierra. Sierra, by the way, of all the metrics is the one that I think is the actual most predictive of future performance. So that's not great, by the way, right? If you knew coming into the year that Maeda would have a 389 ERA, you'd be like, uh, I'm not really feeling that, but it's a whole lot better than whatever he's rolling with right now. So I would look to buy Maeda again. There's there's some positive things, but I'm not all in on him right now. All right. Carlos Rodon is 5-0 and with a .58 ERA, a .68 whip, 44 Ks and 31 innings. I'm going to say this. I will sell high on this yeah. if you can get a boatload. I mean, and you might be able to because as good as this is, this is just completely unsustainable. I mean, this this is going. I feel like already I can see Black Book twenty twenty two after an incredible three months to start of the season. Carlos Rodon, blah blah. Like it just feels like, you know, it it can't possibly be this good the rest of the time. And you've gotten so much out of it. It can only be some of the regression. And it's not that he's going to be a bad pitcher necessarily, but I think when you have to weigh in the regression plus the injury risk that he's had in his career, I think you have to really start to recognize his value in the market and see what you can get kick the tires there that's what i say what say you yeah absolutely i mean there will be a regression you know that like it's impossible not to the guy's not going to pitch to a you know a, an 05 era and an 05 whip or whatever he's got so there is something and with the injury concern absolutely and i think you can get a boatload right now for rodan because he's been so incredible so yep i would look to sell high two first baseman on buying on jose abreu the recent seven game number is much better than the uh, stat line for the year. Mm-hmm. Stat line for the year is just 223, 17, 415. But if you look at the last seven days, it's much better than that. He's starting to hit the ball better. Josh Bell, another guy, too, who you know kind of got interrupted there. I've never been a big Josh Bell guy, but look, I think right now, again, it's bargain basement. You go for it. What do you think of Charlie Blackman, though? That's an interesting one because this is a player with age on him. I don't know. I don't think I'm buying in on Charlie Blackman. I'm just going to let, you know, people were in on Crone to start the year. A lot of these other pieces here about the Rockies. But to me, the Rockies just look like a team that is, I don't know, just uninspiring from a fantasy standpoint right now. And Blackman, to me, is just a hard pass. I don't, I don't even want to buy low on him right now. When I might be wrong, but I'm okay with that. So I think I would buy low on Blackman to an extent. Uh, I think everybody, by the way, Brandon Tuma, one of our guys here, provides a lot of stats for the show. Too much Tuma on Twitter. He has a, a stat, a tweet out about Blackman, about just how much he has been unlucky in that his expected stats are so far above what his actual stats are. With that said, the Blackman of old that I feel like people still hold on to is gone. He is not going to steal bases anymore. He's mm-hmm. just getting up there. So that with that out of the window and he doesn't bat lead off anymore. So the run scored are going to go down. I do think better things are ahead and he's trended up a little bit lately. So I would buy low on him to that extent, but I would just make sure I understood what the ceiling is for Blackman, which is a lot lower than it ever used to be in previous seasons. Here's a good question here. Tim Lorison wants to know Peralta for Alcantara. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'd rather have Sandy rest of season as much as I am a Freddie Peralta guy. And I was, yeah. the, I was the president of the fan club going into draft season here. 
I, I think over the long haul, give me Alcantara for sure. What do you think about that? Yeah, I'm with you. I, I would take uh, Alcantara. He, he's been really impressive from what I've seen. So is Freddie Peralta, by the way. Oh, uh, no but doubt. I just, I'm no, no, no. once you hit the 125 inning threshold, what it looks like in August and September. And I think one of those guys is going to be there and one of them might not be. And Freddie Peralta is also somebody who I think like, okay, all of a sudden you have stopped throwing your fastball quite as much and you know, you're relying on your slider a little bit more, but that is something where eventually that gets out. And as good as his raw stuff is really still mostly a two pitch pitcher that I think batters are going to be like, okay, great. Instead of just sitting all day long on the fastball, let's now adjust. So there is a chance that he kind of comes down in performance. And again, Alcantara is great. He's been uh, fantastic the whole year. So I would buy him over Peralta. Merchant 66, sell high, uh, sell low on Yelich. Yelich for Lamette? No, that's terrible. That's like, that's like, uh, you know, making me eat a veggie burger and then replacing it with a vegan burger. No, no, it's, it's all bad. That's, that's not even selling low. That's just moving problem for problem. Right. Just take something you can get that's useful. That's what I would say for redraft. Like if you can get like two decent players that you can plug in and play every day, I just don't know when Yelich is coming back and how long he's going to be able to play and, Back injuries are such a difficult thing to gauge. I, I think that's too low in terms of selling low, though, because Lamette, I think, has equal chance or worse chance of not playing all this year than Yelich does. Every time I see uh, Lamette scheduled to be on the mound like he is tonight, I'm always like, oh, he's still pitching like this hasn't ended yet. He's it's, not having I, Tommy John. What time? I, is event, it? <laughs> I can't imagine that this goes well, but certainly that's not close to a deal that you should be making. Look. With Yelich, I completely understand if you want to sell significantly lower than his value is, of course, because we don't know really what's going on with the back. But even then, you've still got to get a guy who's more like a top 60 player in my mind. Not, that's where I'm at, at least with it. But I would not be dealing for Yelich at this point at all. I, I would I would tread very carefully. Last one here. A bunch of Dom Smith stuff this morning. What do you do yeah. with Dom Smith? Um, I, I would I would. If you can bench him, just wait and see. I think he's just, he's a good contact hitter. I think he comes around eventually. I just think this Mets offense really hasn't been good collectively to start the year. And and it was another question here. Would you trade Nelson Cruz for Lindor? Um, In a Roto League, I absolutely would. uh, Because I think he's going to give you better overall productivity when all said and done. Especially with stolen bases. Like Lindor is going to be there. And I love Nelson Cruz, but maybe he's starting to show age. But Dom Smith, you know, going back to the other Met in that conversation. What are your thoughts on Dominic Smith? So I'd buy low, but not like, uh, not any, I'm not valuing where I did coming into the season. I think part of it is just that I think, you know, his his batting average, it's not like he's striking out so much more than he used to or anything like that. He's not walking a ton, you know, not quite as much, but I think a lot of it is, you know, I think the shift has taken away a lot of what he's able to do from a batting average standpoint. So I think things will get better as it started to get better for most of the Mets hitters as you know, they're, it's just natural sort of regression to the mean. So I I have no problem rostering Smith, but I'm not out there looking to try to acquire him because I have dinged him a bit for my preseason value. All right, let's talk a little DFS for tonight. Uh, A bigger schedule than last night. We've got 12 games. We've got a whole lot of head-to-head interesting matchups too. So I want to get to those and see where Dan lies and where I lie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's start with the good chalk. It's the Dodgers tonight. I know you're going to say the Dodgers. What are you, crazy? Look, Kikuchi's been giving up some fly ball rates that aren't great. Uh, I think Walker Bueller's been pitching better. So I'm going to go there. Big strikeout rate for the Seattle Mariners. Bueller is 10-8, 9-8 on both sites. And they got John Means against the Mets, 11K and 10.3. So, you know, Bueller's cheaper on both sites than John Means. And I love John Means. 
But geez, 11K for John Means seems like a lot for me. So I'm going to pivot to Bueller and Cash tonight. What are your thoughts on those two guys? I agree with you. I would go with Bueller. I Look, I, I think that most likely Means is going to have a successful start tonight because everything he's done so far is absolutely backed up by the underlying metrics and data. The one thing is I just always have a natural inclination, and this is more anecdotal, not anything that I've researched or anything like that. A guy coming off a no-hitter or a perfect game, I generally fade a little bit just because I, you know, I just feel like there's going to be some sort of regression. So for me, between the two, given that means is more expensive, especially I will go with Bueller here. All right, let's go to GPP arms. Robbie Ray is 8.3 for a Peralta 8.6 on FanDuel. I think those guys are very much in play. I told you the last three starts for Robbie Ray have been great, yep. getting a nice discount there. And Robbie Ray as a secondary arm on DK is 7.8. He's very mm-hmm. cheap. Uh, I like that Philly stack tonight against Eric Feedy in Washington, who's given up a bunch of home runs uh, lately. So I think that's a good way to go. We'll get Colorado, San Diego, hopefully today after the postponement yesterday. And the good news is it's not um, – you can get in that game and it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. Right. We're used to back in the day like seeing these ridiculous salaries for everybody playing there. FanDuel, it's it's a little higher on the San Diego side, obviously, but there's some guys in San Diego you can get cheaper. And in Colorado, they're pretty reasonable because the team hasn't hit. So if you want to get in on there and take advantage of it, it might be a good spot to do so. Uh, then you've got the three pick-a-side games, all right? The four outcome games we got for you. So, Dan, are you ready to play pick-a-side? I am. All right, here we go. The first one, Kenta Maeda, 7-3 on FanDuel, 7-6 on DK versus the White Sox and Dylan Cease. 8.2, just 7K for Dylan Cease over on DK. Dan, pick a side. I'm going to take Dylan Cease here. Again, I, yeah. I like I like Kenta Maeda. I, I'm hopeful for the bounce back, but I'm not all in. I need to see it a little bit more. So Cease, though, it, I've been very impressed with what I've seen from Cease. I'm going with him, especially with that price on DK. All right, next one here. Shohei Otani, 9K and 7.4 over on DK. So you're getting a nice discount on him. Whereas it's the flip side, McCullers is cheaper on FanDuel, 8.5, more expensive on DK, 9.6. So go figure this one out. Pick a side. I will take McCullers. Uh, They are at home, but again, McCullers was fine on the road last time. But again, it's very tough for me to ever back Shohei Otani as the pitcher, just because I never know. You know, you've got like seven walks in that arm, and so probably a maximum of five innings. So I'm going to go with McCullers on both sides here. How dare you go against the Spite Store? How dare you? All That's right. terrible. All right. So you're one for one, uh, one for two here. So I'm, I'm going. I'll take it. Side. 500. All right. Batting. Next one here. We've got Pablo Lopez, 8. Uh, 8.0 and 8.2 on DK. Bumgarner, 8.7 on both sides. I guess everybody agreed that this is the price on Madison Bumgarner, who also surprisingly last three starts has pitched very well. He's not walking anybody. He's striking out guys. So which way do you want to go here? Bumgarner or Lopez? I I like both of them, really. But given the fact that he's a little cheaper on both sides, I will go with Lopez. I know the Marlins don't scare anybody. They are going to bat an entirely right-handed lineup tonight. I guarantee it. So I'm going to go with Lopez, who has impressed me overall. I'll go with him on both sides. All right. There you go. So two out of three ain't bad, just like me okay. said. Let's Fantastic. do a little uh, fan duel cheap bats for you. Uh, we've got Austin Nola at 3.1 playing Colorado and Romeo Tapia just 3.3. Now you're saying, well, yeah. that's not cheap. It's cheap for Colorado. Both yep. of those prices on FanDuel. Yep. Trevor Larnick is a free square at 2K if he's in the lineup tonight. Andrew Vaughn, 2.1, also free square. Hunter Dozier and the Royals don't 
dismiss the Royals tonight. Uh, 2.6 there for him. Solaire's very cheap too, which again, that's a tournament play, all or nothing. But if he goes yard, it's a really good return. He is around that mid two range also. Heimer Candelario, 2.7. We've talked about him before. In the middle of that Tigers lineup, he's been pretty darn solid. Nobody seems to be noticing. I'm noticing. I care. Yeah. Uh, and then Mountcastle, 2.5. Over on DK, you got Chapman, 3.8. And then we've got a couple of cheap angels too. Jared Walsh is just 3.8 against yeah. McCullers tonight. Oh, what's going on? Once again, DraftKings doing some wacky things. And then Jose Rojas, who's getting some playing time now, 2.1. He's been making some contact all over yep. the place. Free square like 2.1. You take that and run on DK because it's very difficult to make other things work. That's going to be a good one. And Hunter Dozier is cheap on DraftKings as well, 3.8. So there's some value on this slate tonight. Yeah, I think there are a couple spots, especially on FanDuel, where you're always just looking. You can basically, you find two cheap bats and you're able to make a lineup work with anybody. I don't mind kind of, you know, some bounce back guys on the Nats. I think, you know, Josh Bell, Starlin Castro and Kyle Schwarber are pretty cheap here against Chase Anderson, who I like to pick on, even though every once in a while he burns me. And I think kind of the middle to lower part of the Blue Jays lineup against Bryce Wilson. So you've got Randall Gritchick, who, again, just it continues to be underpriced a little bit here at 2.8. Kevin Biggio, 2.5. Tasker Hernandez at 3.1. And even Lourdes Gurriel, who, again, has not been good, but at 2.3, like it's really easy to fit those guys into a lineup. So against Bryce Wilson, I, if you need cheap bats, that's also a place where I would look. Well, I need a bat to hit a home run. So yeah, let's go call our shot. I am still at one on the leaderboard. I'm a disgrace to myself and others. Give me Bryce Harper tonight in Washington, the old stomping grounds. He stomps out a dinger here. That's what I want to see. So give me Harper. And you're in this game as well, I see, I because your home run call is on the other end of this game. I want to make it as painful for you as possible by taking your boy in Juan Soto. Again, Chase Anderson is a guy who... I like to pick on when I can. I think this is a game that Soto finally kind of gets his feel back, gets ready to go. So I'm going with Soto in this game. It's going to be a bloodbath tonight. It's going to be yep. a war. Now, yep. before we go to war, uh, speaking of uh, all these National League East teams, uh, do we have someone to give a Ronald Acuna jersey to today? No, we don't. I, this is also, by the way, if you have entered the Fans Pros football <laughs> giveaway, we we cannot have a winner. I don't know what it is. Please check your email, check your spam. Otherwise, I'll just keep drawing until eventually I get to somebody who actually wants to check their email. We do not have a winner yet, but I promise you, we are monitoring it. And that doesn't stop the train of our new Vladimir Guerrero Jr. signed baseball giveaway at all, but still nothing yet. Sorry. I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to make it. If we don't get it done in the next 24 hours or whatever it is, I want to nominate somebody who's here every single morning and give it to <laughs> one of them. Because let me tell you something. The Peanuts and the Cracker Jacks are part of this show and everybody you guys listens deserve it. and downloads afterwards. And if you want to get involved in the next giveaway that no one wants to take off of our hands, <laughs> go to fantasypros.com slash MLB contest. Take a screenshot of a review from Apple Podcasts or CastBox. Drop that in there and fill out the little form at fantasypros.com slash MLB contest. And you can get a Vladdy Guerrero baseball that somebody's going to get eventually. We just gave away the Najee Harris jersey not that long ago from the draft party we did. And the guy posted a picture of it. It was so cool. It was awesome. All we want to do is give you free stuff. For the love of God, will you take the free stuff? So, again, fantasypros.com slash MLB contest. And go in there. Thanks to our friends at Pristine Auction. And, again, it's, it's review time. That's what you got to do. All right. In the meantime, make sure you go to Manscaped as well. 20% off, free shipping, code leading off, get it done. We'll be back again tomorrow when we love you guys and, and want to thank 
all the guys and gals here every morning with us making this show work. You're the lifeblood of this industry. We love you. So that'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on for Dinger Dan Harris and Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Bye.